Hello and welcome to The Two Tones. It's the Molly Meldrum episode. Um, Tony Moakley, Tony DeBolfo. Why have I called it the Molly Meldrum episode, Tony? Episode 23, Tony. That's what right. a great player Molly Meldrum was. You know, they, they talk about Dustin Martin as the man upon whom no one can lay a tackle. Yeah. Paul Meldrum was like that. He was incredibly strong yeah. for his size and you should just have the capacity to shrug them off. And he was a great player for Carlton. You might recall he was... Um, he was a tearaway leader in the Brownlow in 87 and then unfortunately you know, was in, involved in that accident with Peter Motley going oh. home and it stymied the, the latter part uh. of his, his season. Um, but a great Carlton player, premiership player in 1987, yes. yep. number 23, Molly Meldon, great call tone, one yep. of the, the greats of uh, Carlton history, the man who walked in off the street to get a a-, a Apparently, yes, that's how the story goes, and uh, a-, a fan of the Smiths. So, who's not to uh, who's not to love that in a man? Um, before we get into a dissection of the game, there's a few things to talk about. Tone, can I just say um, congratulations to two players in particular yesterday? Yes. Uh, we got a, an email uh, last week saying that there was going to be an incursion. Now, you're a fellow parent. You understand what the word incursion means. It means when uh, you have kids at school, they don't go to the museum, the exhibition or, or something of interest comes to them. So a buzz went around the school that players from the Carlton Football Club were going to Fairfield <laughs> Primary School. Magnificent. I was very excited. I was more excited than the kids. And I was wondering, who's going to be? Who's going to be? And I was thinking, well, it could be, you know, players who maybe aren't getting a run at the moment. There could be players who are, uh, I don't know, injured. It could be. It, look, it could have been anybody out of the list of 40-odd. Do you know who turned up? Who was it? The Doc. The Doc was there. Simmer. <laughs> Can you believe that? It was awesome. And did they put their bodies on the line, <laughs> Tony, so they were playing for that massive uh, young humanity? Yes. It's a couple of hard gets. There's a few kids nursing a few bruised ribs and that sort of stuff, but, you know, that's what you get for playing with the big league. Isn't that magnificent? And uh, I'm sure they conducted themselves as well in the schoolyard as they have done on the football field this year, Tony. Oh, they were met, look, I, I was over the moon when I heard it was those two. I thought, well, you know, there's uh, two blokes who will figure very highly in the BNF and... One in particular who's um, giving all Australian a real nudge. Isn't that magnificent? And and tell me this, you you know, you see these players on the television. Like, like, you know, when you see them in the flesh, like if you look at Simpson and Doherty, first impressions, small... Big men? Well, have... Sadly, I wasn't there. I was at work. Oh. My, and my wife, who you didn't did the get away? school, didn't even... Well, no, didn't even stick around. But Tony, there were a... I'm appalled and well, offended you should... that you <laughs> didn't get away to go down there. You should be, Tone. <laughs> uh, there, there were lots of parents uh, getting... Uh, photos with the players and, you know, true Carlton style. Pushing they the were kids out of the road exactly. so they could get a pick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they were uh, – the Doc and Simo were very obliging yes. and, and perfect ambassadors for the club. Well, and isn't that magnificent? It is. It's and good to hear they're doing this off the field, you know, and uh, really getting the message out there. And um, I think it's symptomatic of the, the change uh, mindset here that the players – to a man of, you know, getting out into the hustings and, and meeting the people, um, should be more of it. Well, it's great. And so the, the, the only takeaway message I got from my daughter, I said, what do they talk about? What do they talk about? And uh, all she could say was, um, um, Kate Simpson likes spaghetti before he plays a game <laughs> and he lets himself have a lolly. <laughs> so they know their audience. Trade secret. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, now, it doesn't leave these walls, no, that, that information. <laughs> Not at all. So congratulations to those two blokes um, Yeah, for providing something of a highlight. That was uh, on the Monday. Not that many highlights on the 
Sunday. Uh, no. You would, you would have noticed two people conceded defeat <laughs> on Sunday, Bill Shorten and the Carlton Football Club yeah. in the second half. It was a bit like that, Tony, wasn't it? And my word, didn't the second half drag on? You know, it was um, like the old uh, Duracell battery went yes. on and on and on. And, and um you know, there were moments where I have to confess, Tony, uh, that you know you'd want the mercy rule invoked at, mm. at one point. It was uh, it just it just was so tedious. You know, the the team couldn't find a way uh, to goal. Um, you know, the structures were askew. Uh, lost count of the number of times that the Carlton players kicked blindly yeah. to two on one or three on one against in our forward line. Yeah, there was just no system at all, and it was. Um, it was very difficult to watch. The car parks, of course, were closed, which meant you know that most of us had to either catch public transport or park a fair way from the ground. And I can tell you, Sunday night and the rain trudging back through the streets of Fitzroy, yeah, it wasn't a great feeling, and it, it probably you know was symptomatic of the of the afternoon. It was uh, it just nothing worked. Um, you know, I, I think the opening was bright. Dennis Armfield, you know, was tremendous, wasn't yeah. he? The way. Um, he uh, he went about his game. A, a really important player, Armfield. Uh, we lost, you know, Kieran uh, Byrne, uh, who is one of those players that can break the lines with his run. You know, yeah. we can ill afford to lose players of his ilk. Armfield coming back in gave uh, the team that badly needed run. But I think what's what's made Armfield a better player is his kicking. And and I know you know the kicking was a real. Uh, feature of uh, his performance Sunday. But if you look at his performances prior to his most recent injury, he was bobbing up with, you know, twos and three goals uh, through the course of the game. And I think that's why he's become a much better player. His finishing has been really methodical this year and it was an area of his game that was flawed. So uh, I didn't have the opportunity to speak to Dennis after the game, but uh, I'm sure he's worked pretty hard at this aspect of it. And, And to him and to the to coaches that have helped him here, well, you can see the results. They're uh, tremendous. And um, he's just become a, a, a better player because of it. He was. And you'd, certainly in the first half, he was the only player busting a nut out there. I'll say that for him. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. yeah. Second half, cheap and easy, low-hanging fruit, but I went there anyway. Um, the I uh, uh, only got the second half of the game arrived. You mentioned the car parks. It was som like conditions yes. going to the ground. Yes. Um, and uh, it was, the supporters kind of earned... I don't know what they are sitting in the rain there. We were. I had the two kids with me, and uh, that that second half did. Well, I can only reiterate everything you've said. There didn't seem to be much of a, an operating structure. There were those blind kicks up forward, and most of the action was in Adelaide. And Adelaide was superb. They really. They were. were. They were um, and big bodies too with yeah. Adelaide. You know, you look at you know the few of our fellows that seemed to be um, really seemed to struggle to match Adelaide for strength. You know, yeah. there's, there's some there's some really seasoned. Um, uh, uh, players going around for Adelaide. Um, they're a great side. Look, you know, they're, they're obviously going to be challenging, you know, for the on, for the iron honours this year. Yeah. And um, I, I, I mean, they, they are going to trouble most sides that they play. And uh, but it was, you know, in saying that, you know, we're playing Adelaide on home digs at the G. Um, you know, to our crowd were pretty benign. You know, there was yeah. no, nothing yeah, for really Adelaide for which... Yeah, the supporters were really could, loud. Well, they were upbeat and about, but the yeah. team was playing that way, you know. And, and um, you know, the, notwithstanding 
contributions of Dennis Armfield and, and Jack, of course, bobbing up for his first goal yes. for the club, there wasn't a real lot to enthuse, and it was sort of painful to see the uh, the Bits Jacob show, you know, just um, <sighs> running around having a bit of fun. That just uh, was sort of rubbing salt into the wounds, wasn't it? Yeah. So it wasn't a great afternoon, and I suppose the challenge now for Brendan Bolton and the players is, you know, you know, can they can they somehow find that their, their mojo, you know, that was there early mm. on in the year? Um, this is important run home now uh, for a lot of the players. There are players, obviously, that you know are probably playing for their careers. There is there are some that um, we hope we'll, we'll get to see um, in the run home now. Young players that we really want to see, uh, you know. Um, Games. Well, McKay's the obvious one. Well, there. he's one. Charlie Kuno's another. Maybe yeah. Cunningham. I'm not sure where he's at. But um, these are players that we desperately want to see. You know, um, you know, get a chance, get a start, and and hopefully get some games under their belt. So there's still much to play for. You know, for mm. for the group. Um, let's just see how the mindset is going into West Coast uh, at the weekend, Tony. Because um, really need to turn it around the players if they can. Well, you, you do worry about, you know, the spectre of blowouts uh, of the magnitude that we saw last year. Um, uh, and obviously nobody wants to see that. No. So what's, what's going to be the, the turnaround? You would imagine Mark Murphy coming back into the team is going to have an impact? Yes. Well, of course he would as captain of the club. We, we sorely miss Murphy. And there's still, you know, no uh, definitive, um, uh, you know, Time frame there for for Mark that I'm aware. Um, so we de- we desperately miss you know his his on field leadership and presence. Um, uh, you know we, we we wait now to see what happens with Dale Thomas, another player um, who's you know probably uh, battling injury at the moment, uh, may miss this week. Um, and of course Levi, uh, the big fella's uh, copped uh, one match for his troubles there, which we could do. Did you see that incident? Yeah. Well, look, uh, I think what. What's happened is that um, there's been a bit of a you know the body punching going on these probably past month to six weeks, yeah. and I think the lawmakers probably said enough's enough. Okay, We're trying to nip it in the bud. So um, wasn't a lot in it, but no. but uh, the law of the land says that you know if you do it now, it's probably a week. So um, that's that's the way it is, uh, unfortunately. The Jack Silvani goal and the celebration. What did you make of that tone? There was, well, uh, it was. I was listening to that part on the radio on the way into the ground, and uh, there was the mention of two particular players who I, I think it was Simo and Doc. I'm not sure who just kind of they thought. Well, we just we could run down the other end of the ground, <laughs> and we could just um, look after things at this end, which is what they elected to do. <laughs> well, it was a it was a goal that really came out of nowhere. It was sort of a you know a fifty fifty free. It was one of those ones where the, you know, the umpire could well have called play on, just yeah. let it go, but probably a technical decision that went Jack's way. Um, you take it every day of the week, of yeah. course. And he went back and he, you know, pretty uh, good composure, put it straight through the middle. Um, I think Walker was one of the first over, and, of course, Walker at one, Silvani at Lockett number two. They oh, obviously compare yeah. notes, and, and Andrew Walker said a couple of weeks ago, he didn't really have to impart too much knowledge on Jack Silvani because he's such a an old head for a young a young young man, you know, yeah. and, and quite composed. And he it was just lovely to see the way that he methodically put that goal that ball through the middle of the of the big sticks. And um, uh, a great moment. It was it was nice to be able to see that, you know. And uh, we hope that that's the first goal of many 
yes. for Jack Silvani at Carlton Tony. It was um, it was very nice to see. Hopefully, kicking a sealer in a GF one day. Yes. Uh, you did mention Dale Thomas calf injury, so that's only going to be a week. Well, well, we think you know if, if that you know I suppose it'll be monitored through the course of the week. There's still a, a chance that it'll be up for Sunday. You know, uh, we we will wait and see, but you know maybe. Maybe it'll be a week. Um, be interesting to see who knocks on the door. Uh, I, I think uh, Christian Yarks oh, yeah. may be one that may come into contention. I think he's he's fared fairly well for the Northern Blues in recent times. So he's probably one I, I would imagine Coach Bolton and the Range Trust would want to have a look at. Um, Charlie Kerno has had a game or two back, so you know maybe may be ready, he might need another run, who knows so it'll just be very interesting to see the makeup of the team this week and, and as I say, this is a, a moment in time now where uh, I, I think the, the, the Carlton coaching committee will be looking towards uh, its youth, you know mm-hmm. I don't think they'll call players up gratis, um, you know, players will have had to have earned their stripes reserve grade level, but nonetheless uh, I think there'll be a real um, focus now on getting some games into some younger players and mm. and I think that that's that's a good thing that for for supporters looking on we want to see those players because that uh, that is the future of Carlton out in the paddock isn't it yeah, well there, and there is um, some uh, I, I don't know what you call it tone enticing uh, or or um, Talent full of potential waiting yes. to step up to the seniors. And yes. that's all part of the journey that we're on. It is indeed. Uh, Tone, um, three votes for the game. Yes. Well, look, I, I went uh, with Sam Doherty. Yep. <laughs> um, the man is just um, – he's been stoic, hasn't he? He, yeah. he? he and Simpson, you mentioned earlier, I mean, they're um, brothers in arms yeah. on, on the back line for Carlton. And I just – I think what Carlton plays – the current supporters love about Sam Doherty and Cade Simpson is that you know they they play for keeps you know as, as if their life depends on it yeah. and, and it, it, when you see that you, you really say well these two guys that really value the worth of the jumper yeah and it's just inspiring to see them play the way they are playing so Sam Doherty I salute you well played Dennis Armfield you, you'd have to uh, say was um, you know. Uh, a pivotal figure for Carlton early in the piece, particularly, you know, when the, when uh, he bobbed up with those great goals early. And, again, there's another player that just really gives gives his all. And uh, yeah. it was great to see um, Den uh, strutting his stuff out there. Three votes I gave to Liam Sumner because I thought that um, – I think I thought he really tried to work hard to try and um, yeah. keep the ball in the in our Ford 50. And, the, <laughs> you know, we got it in there a, a fair bit. We just couldn't find a way uh, through the big sticks. But I think Liam Sumner, with, with his work rate, uh, was quite admirable. And um, uh, speaking to him afterwards, Tony, you mentioned how, you know, the value of a, an injury-free pre-season had given him the opportunity to really play his best football. And um, I think he's been a really good pick-up for Carlton. He's quick across the ground. He's a hard nut. Uh, he's a smart player. And I think he'll play a lot of games for Carlton. I, having only seen half of the game, time, yes. will second those um, with honourable mentions um, to Zach Tui, who I thought did some good things. Um, he gave Eddie White, a hard time. He, he kept Eddie honest, didn't he? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, which is not an easy thing to do. No, I and mean, he's, had a, he's had a good track record on, on Eddie since Eddie made the move to, um, to the City of Churches. Yeah. So, uh, no, he, he's, he's, I, I would say if you look at those contests head-to-head, I'd, I'd say that Zach would be in front. I don't think Eddie's got away from us. 
in the instances we've played Adelaide. So all power to him. Yeah, Eddie did. A, I mean, you always end up watching Eddie Betts anyway, um, and did a couple of great things. There was a you know a beautifully precise. Stabbed past to him in the Ford Fifty. He just emerged out of nowhere, and Eddie just you know scooped it up and and uh, converted. There was you know he thudded into the goalpost at one point. Yeah, you know, heart in my mouth. I still love him. <laughs> that was a push in the back, by the way. Was it? In my opinion, yeah. But however, oh, let's not talk about the umpiring. It was a little what you call inconsistent. I'm going to be as um, uh, I guess uh, as bland and as even-handed as that tone. Um, so yes, I will uh, uh, endorse. And Simon White down back, you know, you can t- look if you if you're in a schoolhouse with Doc and and Simo, um, you've got to pick up something. Yes, you know? yes. You, you, some of that magic has got to be rubbing off. I think you're right. I think you're right. It's. Uh, they, I mean, the, you know, if you look back on the year when we reflect on 2016, you'd have to say that the the back half of the team, the defensive cordon, has been the success story of the year. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's had a lot of work. <laughs> Has it ever? Totally. It's had way too much trade on Sunday. (laughs) Uh, We certainly hope that's not the case. Carlton, uh, West Coast, uh, Sunday, 17th of July at the MCG, again at 110. It's another top eight team tone. The the, the challenges don't get any easier, do they? But there you go. That's that's the the nature of the beast, isn't it? AFL footy in 2016. So, you know, and it's an enormous challenge, you know, the challenge I think Carlton faces is the Carlton players face the you know the challenges from within. You know how do they how do they respond to that you know lacklustre performance at the weekend? You know it's how hard they come back this week and um, it's been a long year. It's been a trying year. It's had great moments. It's been you know Bolton said there'll be you know peaks and troughs along the way, but let's hope let's hope the players find a peak again because um, it's important to finish off off the year strongly. I feel. Uh, now, according to my notes here, the last time we played West Coast at the MCG, and this this bodes well. Come on, ninety nine, ninety nine. It was a great year, too. It was 99. a great year. It was uh, the semi final. Crikey, I'm trying to rack my brain. I'm yeah. sure people listening in will remember this contest. When you know, when you think of ninety nine, all all that comes to mind is the prelim. But yeah, against Essendon. But I, I just. I, I need more think time, Tony. Remember actually what happened in that in that game. But um, I take it we won that game, did we? <laughs> well, that, we what, did. If yeah, we, we did marched into the prelim music. the next week. Golly, and did what we did to Essendon. Who, if you um, if you've just got off a spaceship, you lost by a point. <laughs> uh, now, the interesting guest, uh, Joe Biden, the US Vice President, is going to be at the game on Sunday. Yes, the President of Vice. Yeah. Will he be in the Carlton rooms? Look, if Jenny Pratt's around the place, there's every chance that uh, Joe will probably make a cameo. And wouldn't it be magnificent to see um, Joe in the huddle seeing <laughs> ra-da-da-da-da after the game? Um, you know, we, we, it'll be interesting to see... Um, the other interesting thing here is if the car parks are still closed, Tony, will they let in the secret Biden's service? Entrance? Will they let in the secret service? Yeah. You know, um, so that 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 all that throws up all sorts of permutations, doesn't it? But we shall see. Oh, the gates are open, uh, Danielle, our producer of Reliably Informed. The gates are open yeah. officially. So, um, so to the entourage, uh, welcome. We'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be going straight through the gate. Um, It'll be very interesting to see um, uh, where Joe um, 
throws his allegiances at the weekend. Hopefully it's the home team. Because yeah. we want him there in the rooms in the winner's circle afterwards. Yeah. Yes. I don't, I don't think he's... Um, I think he's... Uh, the point at which he'll be watching will be pretty salubrious. He might even blow out the US deficit by springing for uh, a couple of chips and some dimmies <laughs> <laughs> down near... Where, uh, where I sit. Okay, so with the uh, welcome to Australia, Joe. We hope uh, you see Carlton victory against West Coast. We will catch you next week on the Two Tones. Go Blues. Blues.